the vast sea of podcasts on the web. 99.99999% of them are boring at best and predictable at worst. <laughs> Excuse me. Whew. Can we open that? Can we open the door? This is the Buttercream and Grit Show. Everything and nothing all wrapped into one. From current event discussions to talking about... Wait, 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 wait. Squirrel! <clears throat> Where was I? From current event discussions to talking about YouTube and throwing two middle fingers in the air to political correctness. Suck. Suck. It. It. Yes, we've lost our damn minds. And if you haven't lost yours, turn this podcast off. Now for the crazy motherfuckers that stayed. This is the Buttercream and Grit Show. And now your hosts, Buttercream and Grits. Yo, 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 what's happening, Big Daddy? We back again here live on the Buttercream and Grit Show. Oh, wait. I think that rascal Buttercream has done high-tailed it. That's right. I remember Keith handing me a telegram that Buttercream had gotten a lead, and he had to quickly pack up his uh, his hiking gear and his outdoorsy outfits because he was going to go find Bigfoot up in the great woods up in New Hampshire up there because he had done got a lead and they were going to capture him so he could get fame and more fortune than he already has. Which, you know, that ain't a bad thing that Buttercream ain't here because that gives me a time to relate a story that he always kind of cuts me off and don't listen, so we're going to have a special episode today. I'm not going to keep you very long, but this is going to be story time with grits. So just come on up, sit down here on the front porch. We got plenty of rocking chairs. Get you a glass of iced tea or lemonade or whatever your drink of choice is if you want spirits or something a little harder than just sweet tea. And let me listen to me and let me tell you a story that may seem kind of weird and childish and all that, but you know, you really can learn a lot from it. So let's just take a minute and relax and be thankful that Buttercream, we ain't got to hear his voice because Lord knows it's annoying. Bless his heart, I love him to death. But anyway, come on in, sit down, spell, take a load off, and let me tell you a little story about a rat trap. You know, everybody tries to build a better rat trap, but I don't think there is a better way to build a better one. Well, now just picture, we're going to start out with an old farmhouse, kind of like the one I live in, you know. And you know, you sure, they field mice from time to time, and this little mouse has had got him a little piece of cheese, and he had gone into his little hole in the wall, you know, a little dormouse. And he's looking out, and he's watching the farmer and his wife, and they're sitting there, they're all giddy because they got a package from the Amazon done what been delivered to them. And they're ripping open the package. And the mouse is all excited too because he's thinking, God, what, what kind of new flavors of cheese did they get? Or they get some pepperoni or some summer sausage or some tudfisk or something like that. But it, to the chagrin of the mouse, it was a rat trap. 
and it just tore him up. So he went out the back door and went out into the barnyard and talked to his animal friends proclaiming that the rat there's a rat trap in the house, there's a rat trap in the house. And he was worried. And the chicken was just out there clucking and they all looked at him and you know they kind of scratched their heads and looked at him and said I can understand it being a concern to you, Mr. Rat, but it doesn't bother us. Why should we care? And, you know, that kind of hurt the little rat's feelings. And he went on down. He said, well, surely my friend the pigs will commiserate with my problem. So he walked over to the pigsty and he looked at uh, the pig and the pig said, there's a rat. And he looked at the pig and said, there's a rat trap in the house. There's a rat trap in the house. And the pig looked at him and said, well, Mr. Rat, I really do sympathize, but there is nothing I can do about it but pray for you. Be assured, though, that you are in my prayers. And the rat, well, that felt a little bit better because that was a little bit nicer than the chickens. And the rat still just, he, he couldn't get the feeling that they were empathizing and understanding the worry that he had. So he went up to Clarabelle the cow and he said, Clarabelle, there's a rat trap in the house. And she said, well, Mr. Wow, Mr. Rat, a rat trap. I am in grave danger. Duh, I can't get caught in a rat trap. I'm too big. So bless his heart, the little rat was so dejected, he decided to return to the house. He walked around with his head down, the bottom lip pushed out because he was, he was just feeling sorry for himself. And he was dejected, and he was it, unfortunately going to have to face the farmer and his wife's rat trap alone. Now that night, the farmer and his wife, they had armed that rat trap and put it out. And later that night, in the wee hours of the morning, there was a loud sound heard throughout the whole house and it was the sound of a rat trap catching its prey we all know that snapping sound just crack just crack the farmer's wife was so excited she got up and she rushed to see what she had caught just knowing she had caught the little rat but in the darkness she didn't see that unfortunately instead of the rat she had caught the tail of a venomous snake. The snake turned around and bit the farmer's wife. Now the farmer, he's worried about his wife. He rushes her to the hospital. They did what they could do for her and they sent her home, And she, but she had a terrible fever. Terrible, just high, hallucinating, thinking that buttercream had scents and things like that, you know, just talking out her head. Now, everybody knows that the best way to treat a fever is with fresh chicken soup. So the farmer took his hatchet, went out into the barnyard for the soup's main ingredient. And you guessed it, it was a chicken. So after his wife's sickness continued and the friends and neighbors came to sit with her around the clock, the, food, the farmer said, well, the 
the chicken soup didn't work, and I got all these people helping doctor my wife. I'm going to have to help feed them, so I'll just kill a pig. And that way we'll have ham and bacon and stuff like that, and I can feed my wife and feed the people that are helping take care of my wife. And so he slaughtered a pig, and he had butchered it and then had all the stuff he needed to feed the people that was sitting with his wife around the clock. But the farmer's wife, she didn't get well. And sadly enough, she actually died. And she and all her relations and the fams, family and friends and acquaintances from the little town they lived in, they came for the funeral and the wake. And the farmer, he was just distraught because he had lost his best friend to a venomous snake in that dad blame rat trap. And he was worried about feeding everybody that had come to give him well wishes and tell, giving him his condolences and all that. So he went out and, bless, his, bless Cara Barrel's heart, she was next on the menu because she was big enough to feed all the people that came to the funeral and the wake. And so he fed all of them and... You know, at this point, it would normally be where Buttercream would interject and say, does this story continue to go on, or does it have a point coming up? And I'm going to get to the point now. The main point about this story is the next time that you hear someone in your life, like a friend or a cousin or a brother or a sister or a mother or a father, or even just a brother in Christ, that is facing a problem and you think that it doesn't concern you remember that when there was a rat trap in the little house and the whole barnyard is at risk because all those creatures like the chickens the pig and the cow that thought the rat trap wouldn't have any bearing on their life you know Somebody else's problems can have a bearing on you. And when there's a rat trap in the house, the whole barnyard is at risk. And that, my friends, is the snout to the curly tail to the cowbell and everything in between. And let's remember, let's be kinder to everybody. We gone. You've been listening to the Buttercream and Grit Show. If you were able to make it to the end of the show, you have serious mental issues and you're probably family. We hope you've enjoyed the show. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. Drop us a note at grits at thecarolinaunderground.com. And if you're one of the rare listeners with opposable thumbs, go to www.thecarolinaunderground.com slash buttercream and grits. Stay crazy, motherfuckers. See you next time on the Buttercream and Grid Show. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.